Welcome to episode number three of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Joel Tom here with my pal, my compadre, my crypto bud, Travis Wright. He's a marketing technologist and the author of the book, Digital Sense. What's up, T-Dubs? Yes, it's a beautiful day in the crypto world, Mr. Joel Com. That is correct. I have one book. And you have what, 14, 15, 18? How many books have you written? I think 15, number 15 is is coming out soon. So, yeah. Very nice. 15 books. You have so many books that people are out there actively trying to take your identity and you it, pretend like they're Joel Com, huh? Dude, we, uh, I, I got to, I'm a little tweaked right now, okay? So, I hope y'all can feel the passion here uh, because I just, got notified today that once again my photos are being used by scammers i don't know where they are maybe they're russian hackers or something but they they use photos of people i'm, I'm not alone in this to attempt to scam people with catfishing where they write to these uh they write to women and they find ones that are vulnerable emotionally and they build this fake relationship with them and then they try to uh, get money out of them you know so oh something happened there's an emergency can you help me please and sometimes it works they have you know money sent to them and there's broken hearts and people are you know upset and today i discovered a fake profile on facebook with a fake name, with my picture, and then a supporting website for a, uh, a fake chemical company that had me listed as the CEO of this company with this fake name. Uh, and it's just, it's absolutely infuriating. And, and what it does is it brings home the need for uh, the blockchain, which we're going to be talking about in today's episode. That's so true. So basically, people are using pictures of you and swooning women who are having challenges. And so how many broken hearts have you broken that you don't even know? Dude, it's it. The whole thing is heartbreaking. The fact that um, that there's even people in the world and it's no surprise, right? Because there's there's scumbaggery everywhere and there's people that will prey upon um, you know, people that are, are vulnerable, just boggles the mind, just like get a life, seriously, make an honest living, be a decent human being. And there's just some indecent people out there. They're just evil. And um, they use photos to try to scam and uh, they're successful sometimes. I, there's not a week that goes by that I don't find a fake profile that I then have to report. And there's it happens so often that uh, most of the time I don't even. I just tell the people who you know tell me, they say, hey, your picture's being used here on this dating app or dating site or whatever and thought you should know. And I say, just do me a favor and report it. Because if I was trying to keep up with it myself, it would be nonsense stop and it just it's maddening so we need the blockchain to uh to do what it does and verify that profiles are real that websites are real that posts are legitimate that comments um you know are legitimate and uh, and solutions are being created around that and we're going to get into it today but let's uh first talk a little bit about the show um 
apparently we have really touched a nerve because this podcast is taking off faster than any show I've ever been a part of. Really? Wow, that's fascinating. It's been really interesting to watch this, you know, not not only just the numbers that we've already passed 2,500, right, um, downloads and subscriptions to listen to the podcast, but the comments that we've week, been getting. In first week. week. Well, yeah, seven days that happened, right? Yeah. Um, that's huge. And But the comments have been just otherworldly, like, wow, we've been looking for a podcast that can sort of drill down and talk about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in a way that doesn't make my head hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we're really grateful. I mean, thank you to those of you who are listening and commenting and sharing because uh, without your interest, it's just Travis and I talking and we can do that without recording a podcast. So the fact that we can have these conversations and that you're learning along with us, which is the intent of the Bad Crypto podcast um, and uh, and commenting and giving us feedback is just it's really fantastic. So thank you. Um, thank you from the bottom of our crypto hearts. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been it's been great. There's been some, you know, really great discussions. It's been people reaching out to us, a lot of really interesting, very smart people who are who are also already giving us tips about things and and even correcting maybe us on some things. So if you do have any tips or want to reach out to us, uh, you can do that at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. Also, Gmail, you can also pop that out. We're Bad Crypto on Facebook, Bad Crypto on Twitter, Bad Crypto on YouTube, Bad Crypto on all the podcast areas. We need to get James Earl Jones to do a voiceover for us. This is the Bad Crypto Podcast. Or maybe do it like Darth Vader. Joel, I am not your father, but I did have the Bitcoin before you did, then I transferred it to you. I am Luke Bitwalker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we we should have we should have or Morgan Freeman. You know, I think maybe Morgan Freeman would do a really good job of narrating. And Travis and Joel, da, 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 da. <laughs> Anakin Skycoin. <laughs> you know, how long until there will be a Star Wars coin? And Bobo blockchain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're Bobot, gonna have to Bobo. use the coin. You can't get into the new uh, Disney movie without some Star Wars coin. Uh, actually, it's funny you say that. There's a site that um, that you and I have both visited. I've bookmarked here. Let me see if I can find it. But it's about all the upcoming ICOs. It's a coinschedule.com. And this lists uh, current crowdfunding for initial coin offerings and ones that are coming up. And if you scroll down the list... Um, I wonder if it's gone. It might be gone because I saw it just a week or so ago, and it was the Star Wars coin. Um, and somebody commented, how long before Disney sues you? And now I'm looking on the same list, and it is indeed gone. Somebody you know, woke up and said, oh, yeah, that's probably not a very good idea to take uh, Disney copyright and name a coin after it. <laughs> Yeah, no joke, right? So if you mess with the Disney, uh, Star Wars, Lucasfilm ecosystem, uh, they, they they throw the womp down pretty quick. You get oh, uh, the force will not be with you. Uh, that's that so very true. It it will not go well, young <laughs> Padawan. Very nice. So the coin schedule. There was a there was a Star Wars coin that was coming out on the coin schedule. Yeah. 
yeah, so maybe they've renamed it. I don't see it now. Um, they, you know, so I don't know if they removed it from the, the list. The Jedi coin. Yeah, the Jedi coin. <laughs> um, so anyway, this it's an interesting place to go to see uh, crowdfunding that is currently taking place for ICOs. And you can read a little bit about them. I'll just, I'm going to give a random, uh, just, I'm going to pick one here. I'm going to roll my mouse over uh, Nimic. Okay. Nimic is uh, the tokens are on sale. It's 91.31% done. And it says it's a frictionless peer to peer payment protocol for the World Wide Web, a next generation blockchain protocol combining elements of Bitcoin and Ethereum streamlined for the web platform. Uh, and without a doubt, it's open source and fully decentralized. So I have no idea what that is, like what they're even offering there. But you can click on it and discover more about it. And there's some comments. Anyway, all of these are at CoinSchedule.com. Yeah, and one of the you know one of the things that I find is very interesting about doing research on these ICOs is I think it's fun to to actually download and read their white paper to to kind of get inside their head of what it is they're trying to accomplish because a lot of these, you know, ICOs they're not really solving any problem, they're just kind of a me too kind of a thing. And so the trick is I I believe in the investing in these is to find those coins that are solving a unique problem in a unique industry uh, that has a great leadership team that is trying to make some big is trying to put a dent in the universe, right? And those are the ones that were are, that are most likely going to be around down the road. A lot of these there's I think what if you look at uh, coinmarketcap.com, I don't even know how many last time last podcast episode we had there was 829 currencies or 821 now there's 828 currencies now being listed so still less than a thousand currencies but we did this last podcast a couple of days ago right and now another seven currencies have popped up on this which is interesting like weeds now i actually i i did some my own research on this uh these icos that are coming up and i found one that i actually bought into uh and this is not a recommendation gang go do your own due diligence but um you know i I think it's fine to be able to tell people what we're doing Mm -hmm. and i I have no uh i don't know anybody at this company i just read about it and it's called fund yourself now ico and what they're doing is they're building a crowdfunding platform for icos um, the reason I thought this was interesting is just because, like as you said, the number of uh, currencies is growing so quickly, and these guys say that they're going to be a complete solution provider for project creators, providing technical marketing and eventually legal support for ICOs. So they're trying to make the process of conducting your own ICO smoother. And I read a little bit about it in the white paper, and I think I threw you know one Ethereum at it uh, for whatever that's going to come out. You know, it's kind of, for me, it's like, hey, this is interesting. I'll toss, it's kind of like tossing 200 bucks at a penny stock and, and you know, hoping that they do what they say they're going to do and it's going to take off. It's that gambling aspect of uh, cryptocurrency. Right. It's the, uh, oh, wow, I hope this is, I hope, <laughs> I hope this is actually good. Right. right. <laughs> but maybe it is, the, maybe it isn't. I, some I of don't... them are phenomenal. Some of them are maybe not. But it's always interesting to to do your due diligence on these to see if it is something that you know 
You, once you go in, you read the white paper, you check out the team, you look and see what it is they're doing, you know, check out their website and check out all these other different places. Another thing I always like to do, Joel, is I will type in one of these coins and then I will go on Google and I will type in, you know, for example, Civic. That's another one that you had you had recently uh, invested oh, in. Which CVC yeah. is the symbol. CVC, yeah, it is a secure and protect identities, which is highly relevant uh, for what it is that you went through today, right? Giving businesses and individuals the tools to control and protect identities. So you purchased some of that. Well, what I do is I, I would go to Google and I will type in Civic Coin Scam just to see, right? I mean, I'll always type in like Bitcoin scam, right? Uh, if I'm talking to somebody who I don't know, I will type in their name and scam. I want to see, is there, are they part of something nefarious? Are people already sort of, you know, chirping about them in, you know, negative ways? If so, I at least want to know that. I, I don't go through life with rose colored glasses. I don't recommend doing that for anyone. And, uh, you know, just to kind of mind your P's and Q's and, and kind of cover your butt when you can i just typed uh, travis wright scam and uh apparently you were arrested by the franklin county sheriff's office just last month <laughs> you know what there are 567 <laughs> travis wrights so make sure you're <laughs> well, oh, okay you're right this well. one this this wasn't you okay good to know Um, (laughs) yeah there's actually some dude who has my name and my same middle initial and uh, he was trying to get into my bank account one time and uh was nearly successful which is pretty crazy no bueno well you know it's been interesting watching the markets today as we talked about in the last episode uh all of the primaries bitcoin ethereum litecoin were like holding stable there wasn't this weird dip towards the end of the week and in the sell-off it in even through monday so as we're recording this uh, even though the show will come out uh, wednesday this is we're recording it on tuesday this morning there was a pretty significant dip you know um, 8% Bitcoin down, Ethereum down 12%, Litecoin down 8%. And for those who um, have disposable uh, income ready to go, they're probably buying now because I still believe that this is relatively stable compared to the wild fluctuations we saw the previous month. And I believe that the next run um, might be getting ready to hit. So I'm looking at, all right, how do I clear up a few more dollars uh, to, to buy in these dips? Uh, and, and again, this is a good time for the disclaimer in general. Why don't you go ahead, and Travis, and disclaim us? Yes, yes. So this is very important, and we just sort of touched on it earlier, to do your due diligence on this, right? We're researching things, and we're sharing what we're learning pretty much real time, right? So we're dissecting this space, we're trying to figure it all out, and then we're sharing what we learn, and uh, which actually helps us learn it even more by sharing it, right? And you guys get the benefit of helping um, being part of our distillation process. But keep in mind, we're not institutional investors, right? We're not going to advise you on your finances. We are making comments about what we're doing. We are learning about these new technologies and these new coins, and we're investing in some, and we're going to talk about some other ones. I'm sure we'll have some that are sponsors of our show eventually, but even if they're a sponsor of our show, doesn't mean that you want to maybe run out and buy them because that may not be the best coin for what it is you're trying to do or, or the currency that you're trying to invest in. So, you know, be smart. Do your own research. Trust your gut a little bit, too, and your intuition on some of them. So you're going to make some risks. I mean, in, you know, if you're talking even about the, the, the stock market, you know, cryptocurrency 
in some ways is way more volatile, right? I mean, you can get a nice little three to five percent, ten percent dip, you know, on on a very bad day. Well, in cryptocurrency, you can have that in the middle of the day, and then boom, and then the next day it could be up twice as much. I mean, it's crazy the types of gains and losses that happen for some of these coins. Yeah, you know what's exciting to me. So, so in other words, this is why this is the bad crypto podcast. Not because we're talking about bad crypto, but because we just want to be clear that we are not uh, investment professionals nor advisors, and you are responsible for where you put your money. Okay, mm-hmm. take responsibility. However, there is a trend that um, uh, that I like seeing. I just did a search for Bitcoin in the iTunes store for podcasts. Not only are we coming up first under podcasts, but they also list 10 episodes, numbered 1 to 10, and we are episode number 3 and 6. Nice. So that we're blowing up, and this is why we're getting contacted by uh, people in the industry. And so if you are interested in sponsoring or perhaps being a guest, uh, email us at badcryptopodcast.com at gmail.com and uh, and we'll we will investigatify to uh to see if if there's a fit uh let's talk blockchain what do you let's think do because let's last week we talked about what bitcoin is and we've referred several times to this thing called blockchain and once people have a basic understanding of what it is and what it does and how the whole thing works um it, you'll start putting the pieces together and and you'll stop being confused like i was when people were talking about blockchain so yeah. in its simplest definition what is blockchain in the simplest definition, so it's a shared ledger for recording the history of transactions, and it cannot be altered, right? So g- keep in mind, Bitcoin and blockchain are two different things, right? Blockchain is the technology in which Bitcoin is is built upon, right? And then as these transactions become verified, boom, that shoots out coin, which creates the Bitcoin. But they are... They are, they work together. There's a little bit of, you know, symbiosis. However, they are not one in the same. So if somebody says, oh, Bitcoin, blockchain, same thing. It's not. Blockchain is this technology, right? And so why, why do we need, I would say, why do we need blockchain? When you think about transactions, they're happening all over the world, uh, orders and payments and all different types of things. And maybe I've loaned, um, you know, Joel $10, and then I write it down in a little book, right? I, I you know, loan Joel $10. And then Joel pays me back eventually. Joel paid Travis $10. All right, boom, we're even, right? I wrote that on a piece of paper. And but what, what, if I, what if I wrote down that, well, I paid you 20 I know, and that's a problem. Be like, no, no, I have right here very distinctly, I gave you 10 You did not pay me anything. Nope, I paid you 20 You owe me 10 now. That is not true because I wrote it down, Joel. Mm-hmm. Well, I wrote it down also. Well, having multiple ledgers is a recipe for error, fraud, and inefficiency, I would assume. Yes. Error, fraud, and inefficiency. EFI. By the way, uh, you know, as we do our research, of course, we are going to the internet to find um, info that we think is legitimate and we're actually looking at a couple sources today that we will put into um, the show notes for you but in particular Travis discovered a great infographic uh, that IBM created and so uh, you might want to pull that up to visit after we kind of share with you to, to revisit and go oh look there's pretty pictures too. Absolutely. Yeah. And coincidentally Joel is a uh, an influencer futurist with IBM correct? 
Uh, well, I'm, I'm from the future. It's true. Yes, no, I am an IBM futurist. I've worked with their team uh, on multiple projects, and it just happens to be coincidental that it did. We were just looking for some epic info, and this was the one that popped up. So oh, shout out to IBM. Big blue. So here, here's part of what this talks about that makes it really clear is that if there's not, if there's multiple ledgers going on, one person says, well, this is the transaction. Another person's ledger says, well, no, this is the transaction that took place. And another one says, no, this is the transaction. And, and this is one of the reasons that there's often so much confusion in the business world because it's he said, she said, and with multiple people tracking things different ways, <coughs> how do you know? Who's right? How do you know that any of them are right? I yeah. mean, when there's multiple ledgers, it could be that nobody's got it right, or it could be that one or more have it right, but it's more likely uh, because we are human beings that there's room for so much error. Like we just, we're really good at making mistakes. And so blockchain solves that problem because computers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's what's really interesting about it. So the whole thing is it democratizes trust, these distributed layer, these ledgers, and it's an open ledger, right? So keep in mind this, this is an open ledger. So if I am using blockchain and now I pay uh, or I loan Joel $10, now it goes into the ledger. Travis gave Joel $10. Now, once that goes into that ledger, let's say, it gets shouted out to all of the other people who are on the system, people who are keeping track of the ledger, that, oh, Travis just paid Joel $10, right? Everybody has a copy of this record. And it's decentralized. So there's not one clearinghouse or one person who is in charge of this ledger, right? Like at my bank, my bank says how much I have in my account and how much I don't have in my account. That is one, that is one point. They said, nope, you don't have it in there. Okay, well, I don't. Well, if it's distributed, then everybody has a copy of that, right? And it's decentralized, meaning um, it's there's not one person who controls it all, which is very interesting. And then you have the verification aspect of these transactions. So when a transaction happens, just like Joel mentioned a minute ago, I say, hey, we put this in. Travis gave Joel $10. And then Joel says, no, I paid you $20. And then Joel, so Joel sends out that that says, hey, Joel paid Travis $20. But you know what? It doesn't, at that point, this is where it's kind of interesting is that, well, the real thing is, is nobody else is going to get a copy of that because that nobody sees that that happened. That it's not being verified that Joel actually paid that twenty dollars, so it doesn't go into the ledger except the ledger that Joel created. But then you always trust the 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 chain that goes the longest because all of these other computers are verifying these things, and so over time you realize and this is a lie. Joel did not pay Travis twenty dollars. Travis paid Joel ten dollars, and that's that. So that's been decided upon, and you owe me ten dollars. Right. So, so here's like if you want to visualize it, a transaction happens, and it's put into what's called a block. Uh huh. Starting to put the pieces together, and then what happens is a block is then connected to one before it and one after it. They're chained together. All the transactions are blocked together and each one is added to the next and the chain is, is not reversible. Once that entry is on the ledger, it, you, you can't uh, do take backs. Oh, no, no, I got to delete that. I got to erase that. that. That's not how it works. What happens is that uh, each, each uh, 
computer that's handling the ledger ver either validates that it's accurate or says, no, it's not. So explain what happens there. Right. So, well, let, let me kind of go back a little bit. So for, for just kind of an overview. One, we have that transaction. So parties are exchanging data. There could represent money, contracts, deeds, medical records, uh, your ID, your your uh, you know your identity, right? So any other asset that can be a digital form. Then you go through this verification process, right? And so depending on the the network and the parameters of that, those transactions are verified instantly and then added to that ledger, or they are waiting for a little while for these nodes, for these computer servers to determine if the transactions are valid or not. And then, so they're going through this process, right? And then when you, when you dive really deep into it and you go, well, are you sure it can't be hacked? Are you sure? Well, it's, it uses this, this structure, each block. So each one of these transactions then goes into this block and these blocks are identified by a hash and that's a 256 bit number. And we're going to put a link in the show notes to this video that, um, what was it? Three blue, one brown or whatever the dude on YouTube created about how big is 50, 256 bit, um, you know, uh, hash uh, encryption. It is ginormous, right? It is way bigger. So the, the, the possibility of fraud happening within this is just completely minuscule. And this can be applied across industries. Okay, so, you know, initially when we're thinking of fraud, we're thinking of payments, right? But going back to uh, what's happened to me with identity theft, what if the uh, social media was built upon the blockchain where every person that was on social had to be verified. You know, we've seen Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter verify some accounts, but most people aren't verified. So there's all kinds of anonymous stuff going on. Anybody can take anybody's name and sign up for an account, and unless it's reported and, and deemed, you know, wrong by the centralized powers that be at the social sites, it can stay up. Uh, and, you know, fake sites can stay up. Fake news can stay up. Fake comments, all this, none of it can be um, uh, verified. And with blockchain, it we're, we're now stepping outside of transactions to uh, to other uses. In fact, there's a great example that's on this IBM infographic, and it, ta it they pick one industry, which is the diamond industry. Okay, mm. um, and what they're saying is, you know, when you track a diamond, uh, it's it's really it's a big deal to track it from the mine where they initially find it into the hands of the customer because they've got issues with fraud, counterfeits, um, stones that are mined unethically, smuggling. But with blockchain, there's they, they list four things that you can do, and this will help you visualize and maybe bring it home to whatever industry you're in. Um, the blockchain can keep a, a high res photo of every diamond at each touch point along its journey, right? Um, so the, the blockchain would automatically invalidate a photo that wasn't corroborated by the ledger that the rest of the, the machine systems are, are putting up there. Um, it can track real-time records of every payment that's taking place as the diamond is shipped. Each diamond can have a certificate of authenticity Right. So that takes care of the whole counterfeit and, and fraudulent. And the blockchain can then provide the details of each 
diamond that like the cut of the diamond the color of the diamond how many carats a serial number that goes along with it it validates every part of the transaction this is the blockchain i have this image of like a rapper his name is blockchain and he's got the gold chain around his neck and there's like a block hanging from it Mm, very very nice no one blockchain i'm blockchain what up no i do want to throw in out there just as an extra aside to this because that's we we have an aside every now and again um you know diamonds are a big girl's best friend they are the girl's best friend yeah that's only because of a marketing uh program way back in the day advertising campaign for de beers like a diamond's a girl's best friend you should spend a month or two months of your salary on a diamond and really diamonds are way more plentiful than the diamond industry would like you to believe and People putting a ring on a finger, uh, that's a relatively new thing. So kind of interesting. You can do some research on that. But let's get back to the let's get back to the block and how these get validated, right? So wait, now, wait, wait, no, 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 stop. I'm no, I gotta stop. No, you 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 had me like you brought me in mm-hmm. and now you're like that's that that's you go do your own research. Now go do your own. Take now, it away now. Like I want you to <laughs> substantiate that because I wasn't aware. So you're saying that diamonds are not as rare as we've been led to believe. Very true. Yeah. Um, T- tell us more. Like just kind of well, break it down. Well, what's been interesting is that over time, De Beers has. Um, once, once diamond mines are located, then De Beers will come in and buy those mines. And, uh, so there's not a lot of third party companies out there mining. And, uh, so diamonds are not as rare as you might think. And it's really the, uh, diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. You know, that diamonds are, you know, advertising campaigns that were basically, you know, we're like Pavlov's dog, right? They say it long enough and keep repeating it. We believe it. And uh, that's kind of the way that it is. Yeah, I am going to invest in bacon futures and start a marketing campaign. How bacon? I mean, it's already the best food ever, right? In fact, I think that should be it. Bacon, the best food ever, and like, let's drive up the price of bacon. You know, I have I have a joke around that because it's you know because there's some religions that do not like bacon, and I was like, I don't know because God, why would God make this such a delicious food and not want to let you eat it? Right? It seems to me it's so delicious. I don't understand, but uh, yeah, if you do a, do a search, there's a the engagement ring story. How De Beers created a multi-billion-dollar industry off of, quite frankly, just a marketing campaign. Well, let's make sure and put that into the show notes because I think that's a fascinating story, uh, all of its own, that is totally unrelated to blockchain, but beautifully related to marketing, which of course uh, is everything. We are we are marketers, right? That's the, I'm marketing technologist. You're a marketing pioneer. So here we are and talking about blockchain. And really, blockchain is, a, you know, there's so many areas in which blockchain is fitting into marketing and advertising and the, the technology stack within companies. We've only just begun to touch on it. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so interested about it is me being a marketing technologist that works with brands and helps them figure out their marketing and their marketing technology stacks, knowing that that blockchain is an important component of that you know it's really interesting especially when you're diving into you know these blocks they must be validated before they can be added to the chain of 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 
transactions. And then once they're in, once they're on that chain, then the, then we have this thing called blockchain mining. Do you want to touch base on mining, or should we sort of I cover think mining that? Mining is, is a whole other show. I think you know there's some mines, mines, m i n d s's that are already probably a little blown over this. And it's it's. I'm hoping we made it simple enough. To, yeah. uh, to understand the basics of it. Certainly, there's more complex layers to it. But what you really need to, to understand is that this is a distributed system, right? So it's it's not centralized. It's amongst a network, but it's a shared ledger. It reconciles that ledger. It's permissioned so that uh, every member of the network has rights to the, the data that's there and it's secure because it requires a consensus from all members of the network to validate the transactions. Nobody, mm -hmm. not even a system administrator can delete the records from the ledger. So it's just, it's powerful, and this is why you're going to keep hearing about blockchain being the future. There's actually a great TED Talk, and I can't remember the guy's name at the moment, but let's let's link it. I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, we need to link it in the show notes so you guys can really about Yeah, that one guy. That one guy who did that one speech. That yeah, one, that one guy. I remember that guy. Got it saved on, on YouTube great. somewhere, and you could see the preparation we did for today's show. In fact, beforehand, we're like, let's just talk. Let's just hit the record button, and we're just going to talk. Can we talk blockchain? All right, let's talk blockchain. <laughs> we so we'll coffee, get into mining. Coffee, coffee talk. Yeah, coffee talk. A little little coffee talk. I want to, and I've kind of got this whole blockchain rap thing now going through my head. I you need to work on that. You got to work on that. But I, I want to, I want to bring it on down one more time to kind of simplify it, it. Right. So building a blockchain. Imagine this: every transaction, once it occurs, it is put into a block. Then each one of those blocks is connected to the one before it and the one after it. And transactions are then blocked together. And then each block is added to the next block in an irreversible chain. You can't go back and edit it. You can't, whoops, I just did not mean to send Joel that $10. Whoops. Like the only way to get that money back is to be like, hey, Joel, can you send me that money back? There's no way that you're going to be able to, you know, call up, you know, somebody and for them to reverse the charges. That doesn't happen, right? So once a transaction happens, it happens. It's transparent to everyone. They all go through and uh, verify it independently in a decentralized fashion. And it's very, very, very secure. Extremely, very, very, extremely, very secure. You guys. Super, super, super secure, y'all. Blockchain is what's happening. You chain one to the left and one to the right. Then you put them together and you get it just right. I uh, yeah. I'm nice. Just, I'm a, you know, I noticed by listening to our podcast, I did listen to them again. It's like, I think... We've bust we bust out at least two to four song little jingles every episode, it seems so far. That's because music is the soundtrack of our lives, right? I think Dick Clark, the the late great Dick Clark once said that. And if he didn't, I would have because because uh, it's very very true and maybe one of these days we'll actually put together uh, uh, we'll bust a rhyme for real and uh, there's a reason for you guys to tune in again and again. yeah. Hey, which which ridiculous songs is Joel and Travis going to bust out today right. and embarrass themselves? Hey, I hope this has been useful for you guys. Uh, again, we really appreciate you listening. Now you understand a little bit about blockchain, and I think next time um, or soon, whether it's the next episode or the one after, we're going to talk about mining. We do have some people lining up uh, to be guests 
on the show and we're, you know, we're going through and we're vetting people and making sure, yep, they got, you know, real value that they're going to bring. And we want to make sure that the people that we bring on aren't going to talk over our heads too far, you know, let alone those of us that are, you know, complete newbies here because we want to make this understandable and we want to make the Bad Crypto Podcast your first choice for learning all things cryptocurrency. Because you guys are crypto curious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I got a really bad pun here, but, you know, it's like, oh, I'm thinking about buying some Litecoin. Oh, you're bi curious? Is that. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> but I'm bummed. Hey, but I'm bummed. Review us, please. Your reviews, like, t- warm the cockles of our crypto hearts. Uh, you know, whether it's on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or YouTube or SoundCloud. You can find us in all those places and anywhere that you're listening. If you want to drop a review in there, we'd love it. And of course, all episodes and the show notes are on badcryptopodcast.com where we welcome your comments uh, as well as your donations. If you decide to get into crypto and you were like, you know, I really want to support these guys. I want to throw some cryptocurrency at them. Uh, Then you'll find the addresses for are Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum, and uh, and we welcome those because uh, nobody's paying us to do this. We're doing this because we love you, and we love crypto. Absolutely, and you know the responses we've been getting so far have been phenomenal. One one dude said, "Man, I wish you guys recorded one every day." <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot of work. I mean, it, because, that's a, I don't know. That's a little too much, Joel and Travis. Uh, yeah, a little, little too much. But you know, we enjoy doing it. We were going to start doing it once a week, and then we're like, you know, we got more to talk about, and I think we can we can handle twice a week. If you can handle us twice a week, you can't handle the bad crypto. You can't handle the gains. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, t- take us home, Travis. Yeah, so th- uh, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in to episode three here with what is the blockchain and what are we talking about this particular week. Uh, in the show notes, we have all of the resources, every single link that we talked about. Uh, we try to put those in there into the resource area. Also in this episode, not only will I put in about the, uh, the De Beers uh, diamond debacle thing, but I also have a really interesting, um, uh, it's Tech Trends, uh, Deloitte, um, innovating the digital era. It's all about blockchain. It, it's like a 24 page uh, white paper that we'll link into uh, the show notes as well as the IBM uh, infographic that we had. We will include that as well. And uh, we're, we're just all about sharing and including great resources for you guys and, and helping you guys get a greater understanding of this crazy crypto world that we're in. And guess what? It's not going away. You know, <laughs> This is, it's here to stay and it's going to keep evolving. And the more you know now, the better off you'll be later on. So thanks again for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Stay back.